Hello and welcome to Cyclone Sports Commentary and Cyclone Sports Revealed. I am your host, Trevor McNeil. And last night was just a fluke. But we may not have had Fritz or the Joneses sisters. But either way, it means people have to step up. And there were people that stepped up, but there weren't enough scorers that stepped up. Donorowski and Ryan had 33 of our 48 points. I'm just saying we averaged 81 points per game coming into that game. Sure, we were without our leading scorer, but, I mean, God... 33 of our 48 points were scored by two people. I mean, that's just pathetic. We made 12 field goals compared to Texas's 25. We made 19 of our 27 free throws. That's 70%. That's perfectly fine. I'll take 19 points from the line any day. I'm glad we got to the line a lot last night because, yeah, that was most of our points. Also, 12 of those 19 free throws were by Emily Ryan. So, Emily Ryan ended up being our leading scorer with 12 free throws made and a 3 with two more field goals added on to that. Just. Texas put the nail in the coffin in, in us last night. And it was horrible. I mean, they had nine, bl- nine steals and seven blocks. You want to tell me how crazy that is? Seven of, well, five of the seven blocks were by Gaston. Meanwhile, we only had three steals and four blocks. We create so many turnovers, and we only had three steals and four blocks. The only stat was that was half decent last night was the 11 personal fouls compared to Texas's 22. I mean, I'll take 11 fouls in, in 40 minutes. Meanwhile, um, we got out-rebounded 36-28. to 28. And we averaged about 41 rebounds per game coming into the game. Yes, we didn't have our leading rebounders. Still. I mean, yeah, our highest rebounder was Kane, Jordo, and Ryan. Usually it's, uh, I mean, Ashley Jones. 
Yes, I understand that. Come on. I get it. Leading scorer, leading rebounder out. But... You know it's... You've got to step up. I mean... You got three of your girls out. In my opinion... It's just... A really bad job of playing last night, even without Jones, I understand. But I'm just saying, the only time we won a quarter was in the fourth quarter, and most of those points were from garbage time. I mean, that's just pretty pathetic. Um, we only had five assists. You want to know how many they had? Fourteen. Let that sink in. They also only had one player in double digits. We had Ryan and Donorski in double digits. They had Gaston in double digits. I mean, like, yeah, we probably would have had Jones in double digits too, but it happens. I mean, more and more people getting screwed to health and safety protocols, whether it's a team, whether it's players, whether it's schools, whether it's students. People are just getting screwed in the health and safety protocols, and there's nothing they can do, whether it's a quarantine or they actually have COVID. With the case that it's three people out, I'm assuming that at least the Jones sisters actually have COVID. And Fritz might be a close contact. Who knows? But when you have 15 turnovers and only 28 rebounds, there's a problem. They had 22 fouls. I'm happy for us. For making one of them foul out. Two girls were in foul trouble for Texas. We didn't have anyone above three fouls. I, I, in my book, that's a success. At least for that part. Seven of our 15 turnovers were by Emily Ryan. Seven. All five starters recorded at least a turnover. Four of five had two or more. And then you have Emily Ryan. 
with seven. I mean, I can't make that up. Final score, Texas 66, Iowa State 48. Now, we're going to go check out some more stuff about it. Okay. Oklahoma went to West Virginia and took down the Mountaineers 88 to 76. Baylor hosted Oklahoma State 67 to 49 for Baylor. And then TCU hosted Texas Tech. They pulled up out a close win, 51-50, to 50. and Kansas State pulled out a good game against Kansas, 69-61. to 61. So, let's preview Baylor women's basketball. Nalisa Smith forward averages a double-double right now. Averaging a double-double. She averages 20.4 points per game and 12.2 rebounds per game. I'm telling you, if we give that girl over... Eight rebounds, we might be screwed, especially with the Jones sisters most likely still being out. That's just a problem. I mean, they only average 74.5 points per game, but they average 40 rebounds per game. And 12 of them are by one person. She's averaging a double-double. If we give her a double-double, oh god, we might be screwed. But she also turns the ball over the most on the team. So, Baylor is a good shooting team. They shoot 44% from a field. 71% from the line, and 33% from three. Like, wow. Um, their guards are really good at shooting, as you'd expect. Their forwards are eh. But... Like, it's bad. If we give up more than 30 boards, Sunday might be a rough one for us. Unless we have Jones back, but usually we will, so. Just gotta hope for the best, but...
I don't think she will be back. Baylor is 12 and 4 overall and they are they are also 2 and 2 in Big 12 play. Iowa State still leads the Big 12 at 16 and 2 overall and 5 and 1 in Big 12 play. I mean, this is like getting worse and worse if we don't get Jones back. It's it's not looking amazing. Per ESPN, they have Smith is the second ranked girl in the nation. Per ESPN. Not saying she is, but per ESPN she is. Jones is the seventh in the nation on ESPN. Do we have any more? Um, it doesn't look like it. Yeah. Okay, so they... We don't have any... I mean, if Jones comes back, we could be good. It's going to be harder and harder. But what can we do? Honestly. Like, it's kind of crazy how horrible we looked last night. I'm not used to us looking that bad. But, like, God, that was worse than anything we've had to worry about. But, most importantly, Most importantly, girls have to start stepping up. They have to start getting rebounds. If they can do that, then we're going to be in for a good one. We need to stop turning the ball over. We need to keep playing good defense. We need to keep not fouling. We didn't force a lot of turnovers last night. I understand. We didn't have our best player. <coughs> but people need to start stepping up, and it needs to be fast. Anyways, on to a much better topic that I would like to talk about. We have men's basketball. Coming into action at home against TCU, as I mentioned yesterday. Um, TCU did take a loss last night to Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State won 57-56. to 
So overall, it was a tough matchup in Stillwater. Oklahoma State's a really good team. Don't get me wrong. They're really good. Same with TCU. But let's start looking at stats. I'm also about to go into a topic I'd love to talk about today. So, Mike Miles is their leading point scorer and assist leader. As they average almost 15 turnovers per game. They're pretty good from the field, 42 and a half. They're not an amazing free throw shooting team, and they're decent from three. Um, they're 42 and a half from the field, 67% from the line, and 31% from three. They average 70 points per game and 42 rebounds per game. We need to hold them below 40 and hopefully even 35 if we're going to win the game on Saturday afternoon. Um, they also, they're 14 and a half assists per game, which is pretty good, obviously. They average seven steals per game and four blocks per game. Pretty nice for them. Pretty good. Um, Mike Miles is not a good ball handler, although he's the leading assist leader and points leader. And also, we, they are now 12-3 and 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 2-2 in the Big 12. We are 14-4, 8th in the Big 12 with a 2-4 Big 12 record, which is not a at all good. Um, obviously, our leading scorer and rebounder is Isaiah Brockington. Our leading assistant steal leader is Hunter. Um, Brockington, well, Kelsher, actually Hunter, turns over the ball most. Then Kelsher turns it over a lot too, and Brockington. Those end up being about seven of our turnovers per game, maybe even eight. Other than that, we're a pretty good ball handling team. We average right there in assists 14.4 compared to, but what I'm worried about is our boards. We only average 34 per game. They average 42. We average right there in points with them. We're a better field goal shooting team, shooting 45% from the field, 70% from the line, and 34% from the three-point arc. So, overall, I am pretty happy with that. And... We're now going to go talk about a season that's actually coming soon, other than basketball that's already started.
Okay, so last year, last year, our Iowa State Cyclone softball went 34 and 23 on the year, and 6 and 12, unfortunately, in Big 12 play. They went 60, 600 overall and 33% in, well, 333 in conference. They went 2 and 9 at home. But other than that, they were pretty good. Um, we made it to the NCAA tournament last year, getting eliminated by, um, getting eliminated in the NCAA tournament by Missouri. Um, we, we were in the Columbia Regional. We got eliminated by Missouri, as we said. So, I mean, last year we were a good softball team, other than the conference play and the home play. But here we go. We're going to start off with the schedule this year. We start off the year against Omaha on February 11th, which is a Friday. The game starts at 11.15 Central in Cedar Falls, Iowa, as we're playing in the U University of Northern Iowa Dome Tournament. Then we continue that tournament with Nebraska on Saturday, February 12th. South Dakota State on Saturday, February 12th. Drake on Sunday, February 13th. Northern Iowa on Sunday, February 14th, 13th, I should say. So we have five games in three days, two days of doubleheaders. This is a good way to tell if we're a good softball team because Nebraska's usually pretty good and Northern Iowa's usually pretty good. Then we go to the Troy Cox Invitational to face North Mexico State on February 18th, which is a Friday. Texas Arlington, Friday, February 18th. Southeastern Louisiana, Saturday, February 19th. Northern Colorado, Saturday, February 19th. We face Nebraska again, Sunday, February 20th. Then we play... In the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic, starting Friday, February 25th, against UCLA. Then we continue the night, Friday, February 25th, against CSUN. Then Saturday, February 26th, we play San Diego. Then Saturday, February 26th, we play Loyola Marymount. Then Sunday, February 27th, we play Washington. 
Then in March, we move on to the Wildcat Inventational to face Boise State on March 4th, which is a Friday. Then Arizona the same night. Then we play North Dakota the next day, Saturday, March 5th. Then we play Texas State March 6th, which is a Sunday. Loyola Chicago Sunday, March 6th. Then we go to play Boston University to kick off the Fullerton Tournament on Friday, March 11th. Then Long Beach State the same day. Then we play UCF on Saturday, March 12th. Then Cal State Fullerton on Saturday, March 12th. Then Sacramento State on the 13th of Sunday. Then we move on to the Pacific Tournament, starting Thursday, March 11th against Morrisis. Then we play Pacific the same night. Then we play Pacific again on Friday, March 18th. Then we play Sacramento State Friday, March 18th. Then we play Santa Clara on Saturday, March 19th. Then we start our non-conference games of outside of the tournaments. We play BYU at BYU on Friday, March 25th, March 26th. Then we start Big 12 play starting in Austin, Texas, playing um, Texas on Friday, April 1st, and the 2nd, and the 3rd. Then we go back to non-conference play to play Northern Iowa in Ames at home. Then we play Oklahoma State at home on the 8th, 9th, and 10th. 10th, excuse me. Then we stay at home to face Texas Tech on the 14th, 15th, and 16th. Then we have another non-conference game playing St. Thomas at home on April 20th, which is a Wednesday. Then we travel to Norman, Oklahoma to face the Sooners on Friday, April, April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Then we play the Cyhawk series at home against Iowa on Tuesday, April 26th. Then we go to Waco to face Baylor the 29th, 30th, and May 1st. Then we play Drake again at Drake at on May 4th, which is a Wednesday. Then we play Kansas at home on Friday, May 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then we play the Big 12 Championship in Oklahoma City. So that's a long schedule, y'all. Um, that's a lot of games. And it's going to be a fun softball season. I might commentate some. I hope to. But we just got to get out of basketball season first, though, you know.
We got a long schedule though. We got about a we got a fifty-two-ish game schedule. This is gonna be one heck of a softball season. And I can't wait for it. Um so horrible night last night against Texas women's basketball. Um we needed girls to step up, get points and rebound, and it didn't happen. Um, that's why we fell 66 to 48. Um, we previewed the game on Saturday against TCU in men's basketball. We also previewed the game on Sunday against Baylor in women's basketball. And finally, we previewed the Iowa State softball schedule full of tournaments, non-conference play, and conference play. This is Trevor McNeil, your host of Cyclone Sports Commentary, and I am signing off. Have a good night, y'all.